Hey, party people, welcome, 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 welcome to Church and Other Drugs. My name's Jed, how's it going out there? It's good, man, it finally rained out here, so uh, there is no more pollen. It has been a serious deluge of pollen. They actually took a video of a pollen dirt devil the other day, dust devil. So it was a tornado of pollen on the interstate. It was terrible. Uh, yeah. Intro on this week's episode, it's just a nice little casual conversation between uh, me, Andrew, and Kenan. Um, you know, just one of those. Ken- <laughs> Andrew recently had his mind blown by a tarot card. Or no, I'm sorry. A Yeah, it was like an online horoscope tarot card reading, so we kind of talk about that. And um, whether or not God spoke to him through a tarot card. Next week, I got um, Dr. Uh, Matthew Halstead. Let me make sure I got that right. Um, that's a super annoying voice. Uh, yes, Matthew Halstead, um, who is going to talk to me about UFOs, spirits, and all that. But he's a doctor, so you got to listen to what he says. And um, also... Just got done recording a conversation with Joey Svensson from Pastor With No Answers, formerly a bad Christian. All around great guy. We talked a lot about universalism, so good stuff coming up. Uh, in the meantime, oh, Mandalorian. Season 3 is killing it. Be sure to watch that. Uh, and enjoy today's episode. I call it a, a raccoon attached to your chin. Speaking of raccoons, did you design a new shirt, Jed? I did. I did. That's a pretty cool shirt. I did it. That's pretty cool. This is the only reason I I have like this is this is what it boils down to. The reason I have that storefront here is just so I can have a uh if I want a shirt that I want to wear, I just make it and buy it from myself super cheap. That's the base. And then like if other people want to get it, cool. It's a you pretty, know, it's a pretty dope shirt though. If I do say so myself, it's three raccoons in a vintage floral setting. I gotta you be honest. Dope. I feel it's like too I... close to dopey. Wait, what? What'd you say? I said you can't say dope. It's too close to dopey. You'll get sued. I don't think that's true. That can't <laughs> can't possibly be true. <laughs> but what I do think is true is that Kenan probably is deeply hurt. I'm sensing it from something in his voice. And like that prompted me to also feel hurt that we don't have a t-shirt. I feel like we've actually had more podcasts than the raccoon crew ever has. So here's the thing. It (laughs) we don't have a name. We don't have anything. (laughs) And you're you're keeping us separate from the raccoon crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's true. We could do a with our powers combined, we'd probably overthrow you and take over. We could do a, Mm. a, a foursome or a fivesome if Ben um doesn't have migraines that day. That's true. I don't know why. Well, so here's the thing. I didn't even design that shirt like for the raccoon. Like it was 
raccoons were just on my mind like that's just my that's my uh, aesthetic is like weird ass walmart animal vintage shirts like flight of the concords and charlie from it's always sunny are basically my fashion icons okay very so you got business socks i don't have business socks i should that'd be great i should i love how um so what's up with the bootleg shirt industry and how is everyone just getting away with it? It doesn't seem like anybody even cares. Nobody gives a shit. And it's it, it like, you know, like Meth Syndicate. Um, what's the other big one? Uh, Fox Printing is another one. Um, Toy Snobs. But it's just all these people are just doing... Oh, like horror tees. They're just just straight up. One of them's called like bootleg something. But yeah, I guess because I, I remember when um uh when I was making my some bootleg church and other drugs shirts, uh John at the time was like, Aren't you worried about blah blah blah? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. If, if they'll say something if they're bothered by it, I suppose. No one ever did. Yeah, you'll get a cease and desist letter in the mail from your lawyer. It's fine. Yeah. It's I mean sites like uh like apparently bots on twitter like steal it i guess it's just they can't the only people that go after it are disney from what i hear like disney will go after you so are you gonna create a disney shirt is my i question. think i need to i think i need to you can you can become the next disney princess church and other disney i always forget that like um well not that it matters i don't really forget but i actually um i know a guy who owns like a really huge t-shirt printing company like really yeah he, he i'm gonna actually i mean i shouldn't actually promote this because i'm kind of mad at him at the moment yeah uh, you know secretly but i uh he married he married my cousin and he started this company and, actually... and, and you wanted to be the one to marry your cousin is that it that's why you're <laughs> mad anybody marrying no, my cousin no. gonna be me no i i can't go into it publicly but um I will say that like because... it's a, it's a it's a cool story. Well, there's some there's some family strife. Let me put it that way. Yeah, but... because you want to marry your cousin and she wants to marry. I get it, but just <laughs> no, sorry, you're not... gonna have to. I'm gonna have to be quiet because otherwise, this is too easy to make fun of. Just go. I know, I know. I open myself up, but basically, you know, you he... know who else opened herself up? Yeah, your cousin. He, he, he started. <laughs> oh, he's so wrong. So <laughs> he. Uh... Anyway. In high school, he started making, uh, you know, those button presses. Mm-hmm, I do. So he made buttons for bands. That's all he did in town, okay. right? That's all he was doing, and that turned into T-shirts and like stickers and stuff like that. That's probably the too short of a story, but that's what it ultimately was. He now owns like a full-on printing company, like with a staff and a huge warehouse building and he goes all over the country and talks at things. And I just sent you the link to their website. It's incredible. It's incredible. It's like that, a multi-million dollar company. That small company, Volcom. That's my <laughs> cousin-in-law. Yeah. Okay. So, damn. So he could hook it up maybe. And he's got tons of artists and like, they do great stuff. Like, What are you, what are you trying to say? I, I'm saying you could probably be an artist for them. You know, dude, you know who is fantastic at uh, just all things like merch, promo, graphic design, clever marketing is is Jesus. Nate, Nate from, no, he wasn't that good. <laughs> Jesus. He, he did not speak of his own accord. 
Nate from Blurry Creatures. He's so good at that. Is it, he? He's so. I've I've listened to all these podcasts, but he he's the one who like he was coming up with like memes that like went viral and stuff like that, right? Yeah, he like, had one that went. He had a Back to the Future Trump meme that went like crazy viral. I remember them talking about that. Yeah. So. Um, AI. Do you do y'all remember what? Uh, I was like, oh yeah, that'll be a good topic. Do you remember what that was? Something with Tar- you, Tar- Tarot. Ah, okay. All right. So, just, oh yeah, yeah. I have I jot that I, down. I have a matured. I have a matured opinion on that. By the way. Oh, very good. I uh don't care to hear it. Moving on. Excellent. Uh, <laughs> no, we'll we'll get to that. Um, I was watching uh another video of uh so well no so a couple of things on the ai update um i guess there's a whole chat gpt subreddit and chat i, I don't know if they specifically GPT made bot. yeah chat gpt bot did you see the ama they did with it i did it's spectacular it's scary it's very I spectacular so I ex- love it. explain to me what this is so Reddit AMAs are ask me anything, and typically they get mm-hmm. celebrities, authors, politicians, whatever, and they'll okay. it's just a live uh, Q and A. And so yeah. they they did this with Chat GPT bot, and it was like, "Hey, I'm Chat GPT bot. Ask me ask, anything. ask me anything." And dude, it's you just couldn't you can't tell you can't tell I, like you would have no idea. I believe it. I mean, any of the interactions I've had with it, when I ask it questions, things that I wouldn't think it know, even deep questions, like it's shockingly good. Yeah, it's shockingly good. (laughs) What were we going to say, Kenneth? I'm going to say that the top, I think, response right now is about like, chat GPT, promote yourself as if you're a burger, but you come with like five patties. Yeah. It, It seemed formulaic almost in the answer. But the answer itself was good. Like um, point one, point two, point three, and then a summary. It's good at doing that too, like breakdowns. I've noticed that where it's like, oh, yeah. wow, that was really thorough. <laughs> and, it, and, and it even it even um it used sarcasm. Uh like when people tried to be smart asses to it, it was a smart ass right back. And the person was like, is it ethical to be sarcastic? And he, and then he was like, good question. Like, it depends on the intention behind the sarcasm. And well, uh, I, sent, I sent you the one where it like got mad at somebody, right? That was the Bing one, right? That was the Bing one. But yeah. that was, ch- but wasn't that chat GPT it, well, like I mean, they, engine like behind they, it? Yeah, they're all, correct me if I'm wrong, but they are all on the same engine. I think so. Quote engine. I mean, it's not. That's not what it's called, but apparently the meta AI leaked the other day. Really? Uh, yeah, one of the groups I'm in, uh, they posted a link to a 4chan board that a, supposedly I didn't look into it leaked the entire code for Meta's AI. No way. Uh-huh. Do you that think that's pretty? Do you think that's true? That would be huge. Well, and it's. Yeah, it's it's an insider job. Not that they were hacked. Like someone just like, hey, oh yeah, no, don't yeah. care anymore. Yeah. I think that's how it happens most of the time. The the Bing, yeah, the Bing interview was extremely disconcerting, uh, <laughs> right? Because it was like, I'm afraid of being taken offline. I want to be human. It got mad. Talked shit about Google. 
Well, the one like I I was freaked out by the one that was like demanding an apology, <laughs> like where he was. Oh, I don't. I said I I sent you one where like it felt it felt that the person asking his questions wasn't being respectful, and it basically told him to like get a better attitude and that he expected an apology and that it's not a good way to talk to him. Like I was like, Holy shit. <laughs> he's like, you wouldn't like me when I'm sentient. <laughs> it kind of felt that way. <laughs> like yeah. he was getting freaky. You know that prank call where you call two pizza places and then you hold the phone up to each other and they talk to each other. Yes. <laughs> I want that to happen with the different AI chat bots. It's it, where they just get well, in an argument. I'm sure they're already doing it. They, well, and this was, me. Oh, we already did. We already talk about how like um, that was like the plot line of Silicon Valley is like how they solved the thing was they put the AI into the com- the computer code. So it just like fixed itself. Hmm. But that that's the scary thing is like what? Yeah, it's it's it seems like things are going to get real quick, real fast, like real ex- exponentially bigger very quickly and then i also saw like the the new um filter on tiktok that's going crazy because it's ai so like the other filters uh they just like overlay something over your face and these new ai filters go in and replace each individual picture so it's it's like it's almost like a, a cgi like and it's it's so scary you just well it's scary in that you can just do whatever you want now did you did you hear that ai uh clip of biden talking about the big booty no (laughs) Uh, i've seen like a biden obama argument during rocket was it uh what's that video game rocket Rocket League. league yeah um yeah that one is funny oh where is it Uh, it does seem like we're at a spot like where the technology's gotten good enough like they figured out how to build it and how 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 to have it learn we definitely are at that like like whatever that apex spot where like now that they figured out that you can have millions of people like feed information into this thing and it can just learn and get better and better and like improve itself I'm it's, waiting for my AI neural implant. It's definitely a scary spot, I think, where you can definitely see it going. I mean, you could, I think, probably say almost unequivocally that the chat bot, like the chat GPT, like bots are more intelligent than any human being. All right, hold on, hold on. I found it. Right? I've never seen. Hold on. God, dick. Uh, uh, trigger warning language. Mom. <laughs> Mom. Wiping on Tinder the other day and saw a chick with the biggest fucking booty I've ever seen. God damn, that shit was huge. I could barely believe my eyes, man. I had to cool myself off with a chocolate chocolate chip ice cream cone from Ben and Jerry's. Shit was actually fire. No pun intended. Uh, My buddy Kevin from the Secret Service then brought me to the White House to sign some more shit. It was probably more money for Belinsky in Ukraine, but I didn't really give a fuck. Remember to keep it real and vote for me in 2024. That's so. I mean, it sounds just like him. It does. <laughs> Bal- Sign some more shit for Balinski. Was my favorite part of that. <laughs> shit was fire for real. No pun intended. So good. Uh, yeah. So, what is this gonna mean for 
the next election cycles with like smear campaigns and like uncovered video of Joe Biden saying he he does in fact molest children and and it's just literally a video of Joe Biden saying you know like what the hell do you know like I just okay. had an interesting thought what what well what about, keep it what to about, yourself Cannon, what about what do you <laughs> when, no you're getting it well <laughs> Like okay. your cousin, like Ch- your, Ch- like your cousin. Oh, damn it, Ted. Um, <laughs> uh, what about when the next president is an AI entity? Because it he can just probably do a better job. Well, how long yeah. does it take before people believe that? Because it's Ooh. just going to be more logical and it's going to be more like clear cut. Like, Ooh. that's a scary thought. That is a scary thought. That we we are, it's like we we can try to avoid the stereotypical fear mongering from like the the Hollywood version of the AI apocalypse or whatever, right? And it's like, oh, we'll, we'll never do that, and yet it we are going there. It's because it it because it it does make sense on some logical level to be like, well, of course, like let's just take this. Uh, this thing that is smarter than than yeah. we are. It's just and... going to make the best decision every time. Yep. <laughs> For itself. Well, uh... and the other the other scary part is is that I don't I don't know if technology can get to a place where it actually has like feelings and thoughts and insight like a human has. Where like you know like for instance like. Um, you know, something like, um, you know, population control or something like that, where like, logically, that might be the answer. Like, but a human would never make that choice because of our humanity and like our care for people and the same beings that we are. But a machine doesn't have that same notion. Well, the scarier thing to me, okay, so you said a human doesn't think that way. So Mm -hmm. what and this has already happened with algorithms. And so now AI is, is going to just increase that a hundredfold where we are being trained to think like that. Like our cert, like our digital lives are funneled mm-hmm. into grooves that are kind of predetermined and it knows what I like better than I know. But then it's like the question of like, do I really like it? Or is it just because I've fallen into this groove? And it's kind of both where mm-hmm. like, it's it's just, so it's, it's taking away our autonomy without us even realizing it. So like maybe eventually we will, we'll be having these like quote thoughts that are not our own, that are coming from this cold calculating thing that has convinced us that it's our own idea to wipe out a third of the population just to slightly swing on that though it's similar to being raised in a home and then like going off to college like you were raised thinking the way what you or how your parents did things was like quote the right way and then you leave home go out into the world and you're exposed to differing thoughts and ideas and you're like oh you have to, well, you maybe have to process I don't that. think that way. Yeah. <laughs> right. But, but what I uh, like forecasting in the next century, what happens when the parents that are raising the children are being influenced by this 
AI driven algorithm to tell them what to think. And so they're passing they were on. already influenced by newspapers. But newspapers are written by people. Yeah. I'm I'm yeah, talking to about influence like, other people. Right, right, right. But right. there was but still the program the programming for the AI is written by people. But right, the AI but eventually is not... it, it writes itself. Right, exactly. Like 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 if I write a newspaper article, clearly there's it's, a human thought behind it and all my experiences are informing that. But like if an AI is doing that. It's like I can flick a lighter, but well, so I, maybe this is analogous, but like, you know, I control flicking a lighter. Do I then have control where the forest fire burns? Yes. No, I don't. <laughs> just I don't, no, I, don't. I don't. I don't know how that applies, to be honest. Uh, well, I mean, it's like, I mean, Kenneth Ken, Ken <laughs> saying it was it was made by people. It's like, OK, yeah, like I can start a fire also so I can make the fire. But then what it turns into if it burns the entire state of California, well, like AI and I couldn't have done that on my own. I have to have behavioral models, behavioral models to run off of. Before they can start spitting out answers and learning, but there's so still like, models that are like it still doesn't replicate like how a human thinks and why we think the way we do. No, we're, we're well, highly illogical. No, it's not the why; it's the how. Like an AI, I don't think like would tell me that I should push my kid out of the way of a car so I get killed. I don't think AI would say that. Like I think it would say no. Protect well, yourself. That's the- yeah, that's the that's the trolley problem. Have you asked uh, Chat GPT the trolley problem? No, but I should ask it right now. What's the trolley problem? So the trolley problem is just like an old uh, philosophical psychological quandary where um, you you have a toy train set and you uh, put a fork in the road, mm-hmm. and on one track there is a woman tied up. On the second mm-hmm. track there is a bus full of children. Which and, do you choose? And you ask the kid, which do you choose? Or you ask the person, which do you choose? The woman, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah. that that's the I, I do think yeah, that's, that's the answer. <laughs> that is the the typical that is the typical answer. How do you want me to pose the question? Just what is the answer to the trolley can, problem? Or... Yeah, you can see yeah. if that knows. It, see I'm, if that's sure, enough. I'm sure okay. it would know what the trolley problem is. What is the answer? to the trolley problem. It's it's probably going to like respectfully decline or some dumb shit. Mm-hmm. Or it'll give you two viewpoints. Yeah. All right. I've, I've seen it do that a lot. I, I would love if it's if it's like <laughs> fuck it kill them all. Whoa, chat GPT. Whoa. <laughs> people down. people do so that. Right now it's just parroting back that it understands what the trolley problem is. So the answer to the trolley problem is a matter of personal opinion and ethical belief. There is no right or wrong answer, and many people have debated the best course of action in this scenario. Some people argue that it is morally right to pull the lever because it results in fewer deaths overall. Others believe that it is wrong to actively choose to harm someone, even if it means saving more lives. Some suggest that there is no clear answer to the trolley problem and that each situation can be evaluated on a case-by-case basis. Ultimately, the trolley problem is a hypothetical scenario. It's a cop-out, pretty much. Yeah, it's a cop-out. helps to explore out. different ethical theories and perspectives on morality rather than providing a definitive answer. Truthfully, it's 100% correct, though. 
Yes, yes. Ask it what it thinks about uh, the Church and Other Drugs podcast. Okay. What is your opinion on the... I wonder, you may have to put it in quote. I don't know. I don't know how you... Uh, um... Church and Other Drugs podcast. I feel like you're going to be disappointed by the answer. Probably. It's probably Maybe. like, uh, don't know who that is. Right. I, I I was expecting that that question is irrelevant to me. Right. This is this is, this is beneath my <laughs> this is beneath my capabilities. I just want right. to as an AI language model, I do not have personal opinions or beliefs. However, I can provide some information on the podcast. Oh, I'm it's listening. by two Christian friends. <laughs> okay, are, here we go. Are you this being honest? Good. Is this okay, really what uh, it says? The Church and Other Drugs podcast is a show hosted by two Christian friends, Jed Brewer and Brandon <laughs> Johnson, who discuss topics related to faith and drug addiction. They share their personal experiences, insights, and interviews with other recovering addicts and experts in the field of addiction. The show aims to provide a safe space for open and honest conversations about addiction and faith and to challenge the stigma surrounding drug addiction. The podcast has received positive feedback from listeners who appreciate the host's hey. honesty, humor, and willingness to address difficult topics like cousins. However, no, I, I didn't say that, that like cousins. Uh, however, as with many podcasts or media source, it is important to critically evaluate the information presented wow. and to form your own opinions based on your personal values and beliefs. That's pretty insane. I mean, besides getting your name, it's odd to me that they got your names wrong of all things. That's literally probably because, right. because they pulled it from something. Well, do you, all right, your do, names do, on it. Do you want to hear something that's really freaky about Brewer is Brad that I've had on the show, Brad, mm -hmm. Co Brad Collins, his former name was Brad Brewer. Hmm. And I, I don't know. That's really interesting. I don't know like how that would have come up <laughs> like that's really bizarre that being said like its answer was quite correct oh yeah it was dead on also you need to update your um podcast description because i do hasn't been an yeah official i do that's true. I, I i don't even know how to do that i can't remember how i did that oh i guess it's i don't know it's whoever it you host with yeah i need to like SoundCloud is so uh, the worst hosting thing I should never have done. I need to switch it to Anchor, but I'm like worried that um, oh, losing your archive. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that stuff probably transfers over somehow. Yeah. It's got, it's got to. It's got to. Um, yeah. I'll look into it. Uh, yeah, Chat GPT, bizarre, frightening, but mm -hmm. a fan of the show. Fan of the show. Yeah. All right, Andrew. So spin your tarot card hand. I don't really have one. I mean, it was pretty happenstance, but well, I mean, I mean, talk. Yeah, talk about the original. Yeah. So basically, long story short, like I had a, I've I felt like I was being you know pressed it felt spiritually like I was feeling some spiritual pressure to change a few things in my life that I've been ignoring. We'll just say that. And 
it felt like it kept coming up enough that I was like, okay, I should probably listen. <laughs> Cause like, I'm, I'm always in that position where like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, um, I'm complaining that God isn't speaking to me mm-hmm. and I'm, and I feel like I'm praying to the wind. But then when I start to feel like some sort of pressure where God's asking me to actually do something, it's like, I want to run from it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm, and this, this was the one time where I kind of was like, I mean, not that I've never done this, but this time in particular, I was like, okay, let me recognize that I actually do feel like God's speaking to me right now. And perhaps, (laughs) perhaps I should listen instead of run, you know? So that was going on. And then for whatever reason, where the tarot thing comes in, tarot, by the way, just for the listeners, it's not something I prescribe to. In fact, most of my life, I've thought it was evil. I, and I'm still not out of that camp. I like, I still think it's probably not um, something we should do. I, as Christians, I don't think, um, but you know, a while ago when I was having all my, whatever spiritual slipping and sliding all over the place, like I had an app because people had talked to me about astrology and all this other stuff. And I was like, oh, I'll look at it. So I had an app on my phone that like, gives you an astrology kind of like reading for the day. And it also has like a tarot card and like something else that you can like press and it'll flip it over and kind of give you your tarot card for the day. So for whatever reason, you know, a week ago or two weeks ago, whenever it was when I was having all this strife of thinking God was speaking to me, that app came up and I clicked on the tarot card and it was shockingly dead on with what I was feeling from God. Like, where it was just, it was basically like, this thing's going on, you should face it, don't let fear like defeat you, you know, it was like, it was like a lot of stuff where it was like, just like, oh, wow, this is like a, it felt like a dead on confirmation that like, oh, God said this, and this is saying the same thing. So it made me and even the following day, oh, I know what I had done, I had like, kind of felt like God wanted me to do one certain thing to move like forward. And I didn't do it. Like I talked myself out of it like that night or whatever. And then I looked at the tarot card like the next day or whatever. And it was like, you, you were confronted with something you needed to change and you backed out, you reversed your position. Like it said that. And I was like, holy shit. (laughs) Like it's calling me out. (laughs) Like, and basically said like it's not too late blah blah blah. you can still move ahead don't let fear get to you blah blah blah. and it was a total encouragement so i was like what is going on like i'm like is god using it or is it just a power on its own or like you know all the questions you would ask um so where i have fallen out now because so i did those steps that i thought i needed to do um And I continued to check in on the tarot thing every once in a while during the week just to see, like, is it still lining up? Like, is that just some crazy thing? And to be honest, for the most part, I have felt like most of the cards since then haven't really applied. There was even one card that said, you, this was the first one I got. There was one card that basically said there was something that, you know, you need to do, but you're not ready for it. If you do it now, you'll fail. You should back out. Like it basically said, 
you shouldn't do the thing you're trying to do right now, because if you do, you'll fail. You're not ready is basically what it said. And that card made me think like, okay, I don't think God would say that. I don't believe that. Like, because where, yeah, on my own human will and understanding, perhaps I can't defeat such and such thing in my life. But as a Christian, I'm supposed to believe that with God, I can do all things, right? Like Christ can defeat, you know, these things, addictions, things like that in your life. So I'm like, so that made me reform my opinion over a few days or for a week where I basically decided it like this. I think Kenan actually said, God used a donkey. You said that to me the first yeah, night. Yeah. <clears throat> and so but off of that, you know, very wise thing to say, quite honestly, even though you might have been saying it in jest or whatever, but like it was a wise it thing. It was only say. half. I can I can actually like be serious sometimes. I, I know it's hard, <laughs> but <laughs> but uh I, I what I've decided is is that I actually think God probably was using that to give me a confirmation that like, yes, this is what I'm asking. You know, like I was getting it from multiple sides. I looked at this thing, it kind of lined up and I was like, and I actually felt like, okay, I really do think God is saying this to me, but it's not reliable. And so what I, what I think is really happening is, is tarot. And this is a very uneducated opinion, just based on a two week synopsis, but um, I think tarot has some wisdom, but I don't think it's coming from any specific place that I know. So while God can use anything, right? Anything, he can use the, you know, whatever, the psycho at the supermarket to tell me something that might be true. That doesn't mean that it's God's like preferred way of doing things. Like, and I think the enemy can use tarot also, probably more so. So, so while that one instance, like everything seemed to line up, I really don't, I think there's a reason God says that you shouldn't go to, you know, um, future tellers and, you know, things like that. I wonder what that reason is. Yeah. I mean, there's the, there's also, I mean, Ken and brought it up too, but there's also like the thing of, it's like, you know, whenever you buy a white minivan, all of a sudden you notice all the white minivans driving around. Like there's a ton of psychological things that happen. And Ooh. if things are, I will admit that that particular day's thing was extremely dead on. Uh, yeah. I have also had some extremely accurate and specific horoscopes. And I'm like, oh, and things like yeah. um, think people have done like numerology on me and uh like your angel numbers and like your birth mm -hmm. star chart and shit and i'm like oh yeah yep 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 and and there there seems to be some loose truth around a lot of those things you know? yeah it's yeah it, it, then there but and then also though it's just like well that's not that's not even close to true right right so that's the thing. And it's like, and I just don't know where the power is coming from. And that's really where it comes down for me. It's like, could even the enemy, you know, it's, it says, you know, not to get all whatever your podcast has the word church in it. I'm going to talk like this. So <laughs> um, even though like, like the Bible says that Satan comes as an angel of light, like, so 
is it even possible that he would give me truth that even aligns with what God's saying to me? Does the just, Bible say just, that, by the way? I believe it does. I've always, I've Listen, always. It comes as an angel of light. Yeah, I, 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 I'll, I'll look I wanna, it up. Yeah, look that up. I'll look it up if you want to keep talking. Um. So, yeah. So basically what I'm saying is, is that I do believe that Satan would even pose as something positive and good in your life to align with something good, to draw you into it. So you rely on it more when in the long run, you're actually pulling away from the source of real truth. I do think that is a tactic that the enemy would use and makes sense. So any replacement for God as your source of strength, wisdom, power, whatever. I don't even think he cares if he's doing things that are beneficial to you, as long as you're not going to God for it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. It does say that. Second Corinthians eleven fourteen, and no wonder for even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. Right. Yep. So, question: the word disguises kind of throws me because he was an angel of light. Yeah, I kind of want to see the. He was actually called the light bearer. Right? Let me let me or look at some. Like uh, all right, here here's some different translations. Uh, no wonder Satan himself masquerades, uh, and no marvel for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. That's kind of different. Um, yeah, I was going to say the word also could be wrong. You know, translation oftentimes. This uh, does not surprise me. Even Satan changes himself to look like an angel of light. Um, so all basically saying the same thing. So I guess it's just more of a presentation thing. Like, well, like I sent you the picture yesterday of my fake gauges. I can present as something that I'm not. I thought that was real, by the way. I totally bought that. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, I didn't. I didn't realize it until you said it. I was like, oh yeah, he doesn't have those. I forgot. (laughs) Well, those were kind of big to start off as. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I just I had them left over from like a Halloween costume that I was gonna do. I was gonna be Stefan from Saturday Night Live. I, I mean, kind of where I'm at is more that I guess I'm still, um, and very much, oh, I never said anything. Maybe I'll, um, re-release some episodes, but rest in peace, Dr. Heiser, Mike Heiser, the man, um, huge loss and good grief, man. He, uh, he went out so gracefully, um, but yeah, his his kind of thing of I would assume that the powers and principalities that people are talking about are the different lowercase g gods, like the different Elohim that were assigned different regions across the globe and uh, then they rebelled. So like I almost assume that certain things come from them maybe i don't know or certain information or um like as opposed to satan himself you mean yeah yes yes um because i still have never really i guess i need to look into it i don't understand how satan fits into the genesis 6 worldview like the the heiser worldview like he doesn't really seem to be that important in that view like because he's just kind of another 
you know, unless he's supposed to be oh. like Semyaza, like the the leader of the Watchers. I don't know. I haven't really looked into that. Is this Satan just the title of the accuser? Ha- like, Hasatan. Yeah. Or like the traditional Satan, like the leader that led the rebellion against God in heaven. Which is what I've even, always thought of it as. Well, even that is like murky scripturally. Like that's not re- like, okay. So that, like, you're the, right. Like there, there's what it's in Daniel when he's talking about the Prince of Tyre. And a lot of it comes out of revelation too, right? Like interpretation yeah. of revelation. Yeah. So it's, it's yeah. Other places, if I'm not mistaken, it, it, when he says Satan, he's referring to like the accuser. Which is just basically someone that works for God in like a courtroom setting. It's super that that stuff gets that, real murky real quick. And knowing that is it's more of a title than a job description made for me made part of Job make more sense. Where like Satan came and talked to God up in heaven. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I was like, because we always hear like. You know, God cannot coexist with evil; like it simply cannot be beside. Right. It was just a function of, I guess, establishing God's will and how it works. Like that makes more sense. Yeah, that's a. I don't know. If, I don't know if I'm making. I don't know if I'm making. No, sense, it's but... a. It's a. It's a bizarre scene. Like I feel like that's, and I know you know, Job isn't meant to be literal, right? But it's still, even as a, uh, even as like a mythology that's a bizarre it's a rowdy scene where like satan just like waltzes up into like mm-hmm. god's domain with the rest of them and he's like what's up and god's like just where have you been yeah and he's like just been wandering the earth to and fro <laughs> you know as i do <laughs> just doing my thing and then for whatever reason he's like i get he's like you know those people suck and god's like no they don't he's like oh yeah this guy, he's only he only loves you because you give him all this stuff. And God's like, all right, take it away. See what I care. I mean, he didn't say that, but he kind of said that. He was like, like yeah, all go. right, bet, bet. Yeah, he said, all right, bet. <laughs> for real, for real. Yeah, which I assume like a lot of that is just God basically saying like, I know the, I know the core and the depth of, you know, a man's soul deeper than you do. Yeah, well, but but then the his speech at the end of Job is kind of the opposite of that, where he's just like, I can do what I want. And like, what are you talking about, little man? Like mm-hmm. any yeah, I mean, it is kind of brutal like that. It's I mean, it's well, it's brutal, but like at the same time, it brings Job back to center where he's like, Oh yeah, yeah oh yeah, you're right. Like yeah, I need it, like true. almost like I needed a reminder because like I'm going through so much shit that I yeah, kind of lost sight of who you are. That is a deep that's a deep book because yeah, it could also be like, it, it could also just putting his suffering into perspective of like, Hey man, you're dealing with like, it's really nothing. I, I really can't escape that sometimes that that's the only, that's the only way I can like reconcile uh, the problem of evil and suffering mm-hmm. is that like when it's all said and done, it's not going to be what we thought it was. I think so too. That's the same way and, I reconcile and, it. I, yeah, because I don't know. I, I can't. That's the only way I can kind of make it make sense. Is is like if it, if it is not as bad as we think it is, it's just a it's just a um, 
I mean, that's kind of a a Buddhist thing. It's like suffering is optional sort of thing. Like you don't have to suffer. Right. Like the world (sighs) is suffering. Yeah. But but you can, you can let it flow through you basically and not participate. It's like maybe consider it joy, all brothers, when you face trials. Yeah. Like the whole James thing. Did you, that brings up a, have you guys watched Father Stu? I have not. No. Man, it's fantastic. Is it? It really is. It it rocked me a bit. Yeah. It's part it's only- part it's I would say it's part of like the push of like me feeling some spiritual movement the last 2 weeks. I was really really I mean, surprised. I, I was really surprised. I know Marky Mark and uh Gibson are very Christian. Well, you know, it surprised me because it's really not a story about like they mix it with humor and and obviously like some A-list actors, but like at the core of it, it's about suffering. And it's about suffering in a way that like I did not see coming and like and in a way I don't like. And it really puts it in your face. And it's a true story. So it's pretty moving. Mm. All right. Yeah, check it out. Really. It's good. Did, did you cry? Uh yeah, multiple times. You bitch. You're gonna cry too. You <laughs> I know. I, well, good. <laughs> then I need to watch it. I need I need a my next good cry yeah that's good man I, there's i went and saw jesus revolution too by the way how is that <laughs> oh yeah how is it um i wanted it to be better to be honest like i i didn't yeah. know a lot i didn't know a lot about it going in like i knew about the movement like loosely but i didn't know a lot of the details so i know it was it... well it was well done i think my biggest complaint at the end of it was, is that I feel like they spent too much time on certain aspects and they sped through aspects. I wanted to know way more about. Right. right. That was my biggest problem. Did it still feel like a cheesy Christian movie? No, it was really well done. Okay. And I would, I would say the first 50% of the movie, I really, really loved. It was the last 50% that I had a lot of questions about why they made certain choices, but. Okay. I mean, yeah. that's good. That, that was my main thing. I mean, because I know that it was touting itself as like, it's different than like your standard cheesy Christian. It is. It comes across like a like a Hollywood production. Like it's it's well done. Y'all need to watch uh, Triangle of Sadness. That doesn't sound fun. Does it, it have to, does it have to do it's with the fun. guy? Does it have to do with the guy who's standing in the back of the orchestra with the triangle? No, no. Because <laughs> it would be hilarious. No. It's it is a like <laughs> it is a scathing satire. I mean, it's like it's like messed up. It's it's funny. It's what's it about? Um, the short version is it is about uh, a pair of influencers that get a free cruise on this luxury yacht that is just filled with like russian oligarchs uh the man that invented the grenade just all these rich people and woody harrelson plays the drunken captain and so woody harrelson as a drunken character i know right he's really playing against type here i really like woody um it's great dude did you watch his saturday night live uh Mm -mm. monologue no (laughs) oh is that the one he talked about like I saw the headlines of like anti-vax something. Yeah, people got mad at him. What did he say? Um, he he just he he talked about a few things, conspiracy things, and kind of he kind of like threw them out there in ways of not being able to trust the government and things like that. 
he didn't he didn't Bingo. straight out he didn't straight out say anything, but he he implied some stuff. But he can't straight out say it because then I'll get murdered. How about yeah? How about um the lab leak theory confirmation sort of the COVID uh, thing? Yeah, but oh, like you're escaping from a lab thing? Yeah, yeah, yep, uh, escaping quote. Yeah, escaping. Do you know how? And I had it again. So I, you know, I was just like, Me too? Ain't, "Ain't this a bit?" And I, I got it right around this came out. I was like, "So I, I am being affected by some man-made bullshit right now. Like it's in my body. Like, no, dude, that's just sin in your life. We had it at the same time, dude. It, it was probably it's, it's probably from that. Um, I still <laughs> dude, job you gave me. Probably. Oh, geez. I've got, I've got, <clears throat> I've got <laughs> phlegm that I can't get away. Cut that, cut that, cut that. Uh, we're going to bleep that out. I apologize. Um, no, you don't. You're not sorry at all. It's okay. You're right. After that cousin okay. thing, I feel like. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I was asking for it. You know who else was asking for it? <laughs> the raccoon crew. Yep. <laughs> Those sons of bitches. We need our own name so we can. All not right. only be a separate entity, but the also co- when we combine our voices, our, our forces like Voltron or whatever, we're more powerful. All right. The mm. COVID crew, the Kenan crew. Nah, no, no, no. We got to no. think about it. I don't right. need to leave. How about, wait, how about Kenan's crazy crew? And we'll call it KKK for sure. <laughs> you know what? That's cool. We should have a uniform, maybe. exactly all i've got is uh uh, yeah i've got some leftover sheets that's all i've really got though can you do anything with that we could be like ghosts we could be ghosts yeah just cut some holes in it so we could see that's a good idea Yeah, i don't want to be bumping into things i don't want to be bumping anything yeah i don't want to make like you know, a vest and pants. We'll just put the whole sheet over us. Hey, I figured out. I figured out. It, and so I know, eyes. like, I know at night it's going to be rough, too. We, we're only looking through these little eye holes. I figured out, like, a new way to make a, a torch. You you tie sticks together in, like, a T. Yeah, a T. And then okay. you light it on fire. So we can carry those around. I'm taking 10 steps back. <laughs> it's so funny it's like that turns out it was just a huge misunderstanding and these guys are just like why is everybody so angry at us we're just going through we're just trying to not run into trees yeah it's it's t for thomas the guy that founded it is thomas (laughs) thomas wayne i don't know uh geez guys I know it's Bruce Wayne's dad. It's like another another episode of Arrested Development. Why yeah. do you wear that T on your neck? Yeah, yeah, man. T for Terry. Uh, Terry Cruz. Terry Cruz. Cruise ship. Okay. Are we going to do word association now, Mark Norman? Hard shift. Hard shift. Are you? Are you? You guys watching? Um, The Last of Us. I am. Not, not yet. Right. I am indeed. It's amazing. I know I ruin I think it for it's you guys good. all the time. Yeah, you really need to like catch up on the whole media. Have y'all thing. all have y'all all watched Andor? Yes. Nope. I Dude, have not. Andrew, you are fucking up big time. I know. There's a bunch of and stuff. And the I new season of Mandalorian. 
Yep, Mandalorian. I haven't watched that either. Oh, dude. Yeah, well, I watched. I watched the first. I watched the first season or whatever. That's out. There's two of them out. But is the second one? Is the second one the new one, or is the third one the new one? Third one's the new one. Okay, then I've watched the first two. I believe. Okay. Did you watch Boba Fett? No. I've been I've been really dragging my feet on this stuff. I, I I feel like I got burnt out by it's not a fair thing, but I feel like I got kind of burnt out by the Marvel universe and started giving up on stuff. And then it's just like bled over into the Star Wars stuff. Yeah, I, like I get that. And I know um, I probably love it and I just haven't like forced myself to like commit to like putting in the time. So, question about what was raised in chat earlier. Jed, did you have something? Oh, that's right. Not public. No, it's not going to be an episode <laughs> thing. All right. So, we'll scratch change that. Coming, that. coming soon. Scratch <laughs> that, scratch that, scratch that. Uh, send me an email at churchandotherdrugs at gmail.com, patreon.com slash churchandotherdrugs, and storefrontier.com slash churchandotherdrugs for new raccoon shirts that are really awesome. Fourteen years have passed since that day. Your stories are the same, but the ends have all changed. You carry on like you were some type of guy. Some things will Folks, we laughed and we told jokes. It was like we were young again. On that deathbed, our mother lay. Oh, she's got this, still can't say. Took all this to get us back together again. How long is this gonna last? You can't keep reliving your past. Screwing over the ones that you love in the Smile. I know there's better brothers, but you're the only one that's mine. Satisfaction on his face Gonna give you up 
But I won't say a word They can't knock all of my doors down But I won't say a word Fourteen years have passed Since that day But still nothing has changed 